Hey everyone, welcome to Kyle Marigetz. It's August 29th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, before I get into anything this week, I just want to say thank you to everyone that subscribed last week or resubscribed to the podcast using after I relaunched on Anchor. I appreciate it. And if you haven't, please do so. Please subscribe. Please leave a, a review and Apple reviews. Uh, because let's be honest, that's what all is. That's what the show business is nowadays. Show business is literally the number next to your name. So help me build that base, okay? Anyway, you know, I was thinking, speaking of like follower bases and all that shit, how, how are we not a society full of cults? Like everyone, like what do you, what do you need to have a cult? You need to just like devout followers, a ranch, and a, like, and some weapons. That's doable. Like if I had, if you have 10,000 followers and like you worked for that 10,000 followers, I got to imagine there's at least 50 people in that 10,000 that would like not, not maybe not jump in front of a bullet for you right away, but Hey, they live on a ranch with you and you could teach them to jump in front of a bullet. That'd be nice. That's all you need. You need like an arsenal and someone willing to jump in front of a bullet shot by an FBI agent. That's all you need to, to be a cult. Like everyone, everyone was worried about a cult. Not, not a cult. Everyone was worried about what a zombie apocalypse, like all oh, the Walking Dead. Like they have, like those dumb bumper stickers. Like I'm ready for the zombie apocalypse. Don't fuck with my car. No, we should be preparing to like defuse cults. If if David Koresh was around today, he'd be he'd be crushing it. Oh my god, you for you you know David Koresh would be verified on. Twitter, a couple thousand followers, probably a man before his time, you know, wake, Waco, Waco shouldn't have happened. Wow. This, this, this guy, this podcast took, took a weird turn up top. Who gives a shit? No, but really, I, I listen to so many people. They like, there's leadership training is so big nowadays. Like leadership training. It just, it just seems like the first step you take into Starting your own cult. I got a couple thousand Instagram followers. I want to be a better person. I, I want to teach people to be like me. Oh, wow. That sounds creepy. That's not going to end well. No. I, I, don't, I don't like the sound of it. Like, at what point do you go, oh, I'm a cult leader. I got a couple thousand followers. Closet full of rifles. Oh, this is a cult. I didn't even, like, set out to do this. That's what I feel like a lot of people on Instagram are. They're just... They're like, they're, they're, they're infant cults just waiting, waiting for something to happen. Anyway, I should, I need to stop watching TV. I, this is all coming from a hearing about this, these people doing leadership training and watching that, the vow on HBO, the Nexium thing, which, which by the way, it bothered the fuck out of me. Another, another documentary that like the dust hasn't even settled. The blood's not dry and you're making documentaries about it like the Epstein thing a couple months ago that came out like we need we need some more dominoes to fall we need at least a five-year buffer before you make a documentary about something you know someone needs to you know more people need to go to jail more people need to get murdered like like quietly type of thing I'm not saying people need to get murdered but like for the story to be interesting that could use a couple more murders um by the way I was thinking I've noticed so many like celebrities and politicians now put their phone number in their Instagram or Twitter bios. 
and I looked it up. There, the it's kind of been like a trend since like last October, October 2019. I like it only took a couple of months of Epstein being in jail for celebrities and politicians to be like, "Wow, I need an easier way to reach out to the youth. I need, I need a, I need to cast my own net. This is why I work so hard to get an agent. This is bullshit." That's that's what I see there. It just they're just they're just they need people. They need to bring their own people in. Anyway, what's going on? I uh, I went back to. To taking the subway and the bus to work, which uh, you know, no one was looking forward to that. No one, no one, no one wants that in their life. And uh, just sitting on the subway, it just, it just reminds me of like how in February and March, like I was, I was mentally gearing up to be the white face of coronavirus. If I'm being honest, that, that's I was mentally preparing to be like the the Lou Gehrig. Hey, if you, if you don't think Kyle Mara virus has a good ring to it, you're out of your mind. It's like KMV. It kind of sounds like HIV. And like, if you say Kyle Mara fast, it's, it's kind of, it's one of those things like Kamara. It could be like, you're saying Kalmar, you're saying Kyle Mara. Like, what, what are you saying right there? I'm just, I had a coach who used to call me Kalmar because he, he was a drunk. He'd slur his words and he'd yell. And, uh, but it, it's kind of like Lou Gehrig. I'm sure there's some people out there that think Lou Gehrig is one word. Like, oh, I have Lou Gehrig disease. No, it's Lou Gehrig. Or Lou Gehrig's, but it's my name. It's it's very adaptable to the virus community. Is what I'm trying to say. And because I work in an all Chinese neighborhood, I was just ready to be that white face. I was ready to be patient zero, out in flushing. Hey, you know what? Wouldn't be the worst thing for my brand having a virus named after me. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, but taking the bus. You know, this this week was the first time in. Honestly, years where I, I, I ran for the bus for the first time and I missed it and I ran to the next stop and I caught it. And let me tell you, there is nothing worse than being somewhere you don't want to be out of breath. It's, it's so demoralizing. I remember one time I, I, I ran to the bus and this woman asked me why I was out of breath. It's like clearly... Because the bus didn't fucking stop for me. You know, that's why I'm out of breath. Or if you want to get, get meta with it, why am I out of breath in the bus? Because uh, I didn't study enough in college. That's why. Why am I out of breath on the bus? Because I can't write a fucking cover letter to save my life. Why am I out of breath on the bus? I don't know, because I was born 20 years too late as a white guy. I, I, miss, I miss peak white guy years, okay? That's why I'm out of breath on the bus right now. But it's just not, you know... It's not fun being... There's got to be a better punchline for that than um, being out of breath on the bus. It's just it's being out of breath. Being out of breath is terrible. And, and I, I gotta be honest with Corona, I didn't do myself any favor getting in shape. It's not the, not like I'm like some like out of shape fat fuck now, but you know, I'm in my cardiovascular. What was the thing I used I used to take like a spin class at my gym. And they, they used to have all these like made up fake terms to make it seem like you were, your money was justified at this gym. And they used to have like, it was your VO2 max. That's what they called it. Like I have a very t- low VO2 max. That's what it is. is a real thing. VO2 max. Let's see if, if, if Google recognizes this as a thing. Max, maximal oxygen uptake. Okay. Maybe it's real, but at a gym, they're just trying to make you feel like you're not totally wasting all your fucking money anyway running to the bus i, I miss I, I already miss driving my car that, that's what i miss 
I miss I miss parallel park. I, I became very good at parallel parking over over quarantine. Some would say excellent. I'm driving this big pickup truck. It's a boat. I I got good at I got good at parallel parking. And also parallel parking is one of those things like you shouldn't really brag about. If I'm being honest, it's kind of like hitting a layup as an adult. Like if you if you do it, great. Congrats. You should have done it anyway. It's a basic part of driving. But if you miss, someone will come out of the woodwork and boo you. You could think there's no one around. Someone will be there. Like, like the last time, it was actually during a quarantine, I parallel parked. And I know you said I got good at it, but I, I hit the curb once. And I, I, I like looked out at like the, I had my window open. And I saw a guy laughing at me through his mask. <laughs> like you could tell his, I could tell he was laughing at me because his eyebrows were really high. He kind of looked like the Monopoly guy. That guy's got really high eyebrows. Anyway, no, no, it sucks. Parallel park. Like, you haven't felt pressure until you've parallel parked in front of a group of people, especially a group of people of a different race. Because at that point, you are parallel parking for your entire race. Like, if, if like, I don't know, I, there's a restaurant below me, and I parallel parked there one day, and there was this group of, uh, they looked, they looked exotic. I'll be honest. Let, let's call them uh, not not Lebanese. That, that's uh, like some type of like they look like Spanish, like Spain Spanish, like exotic looking, right? And it's like if I if I hit the curb, you know, it's like all oh, these fucking white people. I don't know how to parallel park. It's just like that. You're just like white people don't need white guys don't need any more st bad stereotypes right now. So you know, I'm just trying to parallel park the best I can. Anyway. I know it's no, it's the worst. Do you ever have a backseat driver when you're parallel parking? Ugh. Oh my god. That's that's the worst time to be a backseat driver because everyone, when you're parallel parking and you, and you hesitate for a second, that backseat driver, all of a sudden, they're just like an expert in trigonometry. It's like you gotta cut it at 45 degrees. Didn't you hear me? Cut it at 45 degrees. How about you? How about you get out of the car? And direct me. And if you could, stand directly behind it so I can pin you up against this fucking tree. Shut up. No one needs your advice. This is why you're not driving. Ugh. Okay, everyone. That's it. We're going to keep it nice and tight this week. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell a friend to listen. And if you could, please like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify. Oh, on YouTube. Please, you know, just subscribe wherever. Go to my website. Find my links. Subscribe. Leave a review wherever you can. You'd be doing me a huge favor. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. Bye.